The following podcast contains real Craigslist ads posted by real people, the majority of which are not suitable for younger listeners. None of the ads have been altered, except for the sake of time, especially offensive content, or if the hosts thought it'd be funny. Hello there, Dregonauts. Sean and Dustin are both on separate family trips this week, so it's up to me to bring you a lovely little clip show. Enjoy some of our best of our most recent episodes, and we will catch you guys next time. This is Dregs of Craigs. shot <laughs> oh it's from denver misconnections to reiterate oh good long shot it would have been in 2001 truck driver our rig broke down and had it at the sinclair truck stop across the street from the motel where you and i shared a night your sister was the bartender my spirit says we have a daughter together <laughs> she would be 19 <laughs> almost 20 and I have prayed and prayed, and if this is true, please contact me. I want to see her. Please. <laughs> oh. oh, that... Please, both times being spelled PLZ. <laughs> oh. Poles. Poles. Poles let me meet my daughter. My spirit... <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to... <laughs> I'm going to... The spirit I'm going to of my Thanksgiving, lawyer. the gobble ghoul I'm... is telling me I have a daughter. <laughs> I'm trying to get... I'm trying to get my lawyer to indict a random trucker who I don't know who it actually is to get me alimony because my spirit says we have a daughter. <laughs> I want him to pay child support for the spirit years. <laughs> so when he says his spirit, does he mean like, you know, his inner life force, like his gut feeling, or does he mean like, he has a ghost that tells him information. Here, here's the thing. There are, uh, none of the pronouns in this piece denote a gender. Hmm. This could be a female. This could be that's true. Non-binary person. This is true. This is uh, true. I think you'd probably this know person, if you <laughs> if you were a lady and you might have a kid. Yeah, right. I feel like that's more visceral of a memory. (laughs) That that being said, this is Craigslist. Unless we're doing Kill Bill. Unless we're doing, um, (laughs) unless we're doing a lot of coke, and you think you had a child. Hmm, that's a possibility. I prefer Pepsi, though. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, I. (laughs) Just I mean, really trying. you talk about something that really would f- fuck up your nose, all that bubbly. You know, <laughs> try and snort. You ever try and snort <laughs> a soda? <laughs> no, it does burn like a motherfucker. Uh, not I'm that I have f- any experience. I'm ready to fucking party, bro. I have like two cans of LaCroix up each nostril. You get a, you get a big snort in. Hey, this is diet. <laughs> <laughs> not not that I've been uh, fucked up and burned several cop cars after 
snorting several cups of uh, McDonald's Sprite. Ah, there it <laughs> That's the good shit, too. Mm-hmm. That'll do but it see to the- you. That'll do it to you. <laughs> and that's how they get your kids hooked. They use the Heisey Orange, which technically isn't carbonated, but it gets them in the habit, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. jewel pods. You get your you get your first taste. Yep. Keeps you coming back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I've, I've, I don't have to I've go to the dispensary guy. anymore. I got myself a soda stream. I've made up a guy who is upset by uh, the soda industry getting kids to snort soda <laughs> and everyone telling him that's not a thing. And then he says, then what are the straws for? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess that works. (laughs) Hey, I never thought about that. You know how always, like, in the movies and the TV shows, when you do cocaine, they have to, like, roll up a dollar bill? That's markedly more expensive than a single straw and arguably less effective. Uh, You can reuse a dollar bill, my man. You can reuse a straw, too, if you're just snorting stuff through it. So then, uh, you can reuse not- those if you want. I get an infection in your nose. I use a fresh straw every time. But my point yeah. is, it's not more expensive because you're not like you don't light the dollar on fire when you're done with it. No, I know, but dollars like cash money is usually just crawling with bacteria already. So first use is already risky. I mean, I feel but- like if you're doing coke, you don't care <laughs> about the the, the germs. I mean, right. if you're gonna do coke, you mm, might as if, well respect yourself. No, if you're doing, if you're doing like crack, maybe not. <laughs> but there's a lot of like, I mean, you you want the good stuff when you're doing coke, so yeah. you do kind of respect yourself. Look, see, what I use <laughs> is I went, to, I I I have this this stainless steel. The stainless titanium straw I use that I oh, got God. from the Brooks Brothers uh, back Fuck in 1996. <laughs> uh, my Coke straw is actually made of bamboo. It's biodegradable and won't be in landfills in more than four years. Uh, yeah, the, the, the ancient Chinese used to smoke Coke with bamboo, so... <laughs> so I'm actually doing it as our elders did. <laughs> I am communing with nature as the gentle panda bear by snorting coke through their feet, their food resources. Our, our ancestors learned to use learned to do speedballs from the falcons of the range. <laughs> That's why pandas aren't endangered anymore. That gets them no, like in the mood to fuck. Yeah, it wasn't all the panda porn. It was introducing cocaine into their habitats. Yeah, now now they're in a now they're in an '80s screenwriter phase where they're just coming up with the most <laughs> coked up plots that you can Jesus. think of. I would go see Panda Tarantino. Yeah, yeah, I threw a I threw a speedball and uh, a copy of uh, Save the Cat into the panda enclosure, <laughs> and now and now I got Panda Home Alone. It's fine. It's great. Oh, God. Look, I'm just saying, Lingling is very different from the last time I saw her at the zoo. I don't know what it yep. is. <laughs> Downright whorish. I don't know why my head just immediately made like a fucking um, 
Polly Shore like movie trailer out of this whole situation. <laughs> Ling Ling was just a happy panda at the Shanghai Zoo until one day. <laughs> Wait, shit. Is that a dog? Fuck. No, God, it. no. I, I tried. Dustin, we're not letting you use sound effects if you use them irresponsibly like this. Well, I have to. Fuck. Wait. That's the same dog. It's, it, it's playing up like a playlist. It's not what I want. Wait. No, wait. The joke's still funny. Hold on. Hold on. Five you second rule. Five second rule. <laughs> this joke's going down. We're losing him. No. Live, damn you, live! Clear! There we go, we're okay. That did not count. Go to hell, what's the next step? <laughs> uh, something, something, uh, Cincinnati Zoo, uh, Panda, Paul Verhoeven, Panda Showgirls. Okay, <laughs> let's go. There we are. Uh, so I've got a, a, a weird one here. Uh, um, <laughs> Compared to that, I feel like, like a, I'm going to follow that. We right. didn't even have time to give I, you shit about that. <laughs> I was, well, because I caught it so quickly, just like, oh, yeah, that's like saying, you know, yeah, that's I breathe fair. air. Yeah. Um, we sat next to each other on our journey to Earth from Philadelphia, Miss Connections. Oh. Our journey to Earth from Philadelphia. Our journey to Earth. <laughs> Ah, you, the distance. I wonder star. if it's like a transsexual Transylvania sort of thing, where that's actually the name of their planet. Uh, so uh, bear with me, um, because uh, you'll see there is some inventive language in here. <laughs> oh, give me salmon. Uh, you got on our shuttle. <laughs> you got on our shuttle on planet Grexon. You had the most amazing bubble shkashkas. Our conversation was awkward since you spoke Inkla and I spoke Poshkin. We were able to communicate to one another that our mission on this planet was to figure out how humans replicate. I have figured out how they do it. I had to shapeshift into my human form and then go to bedwego.com, where apparently this is what these creatures do. Fuck you! <laughs> Fuck you! Fuck you! <laughs> it's a fucking gom to bar! <laughs> I'm so happy Son I picked this one. God, I'm mad at them it. for that one. I'm mad at mm. them for that one. That was that too, was way too inventive for that their was bullshit. Too fun. It was too fun. Yeah, I was having fun. It, I'm angry that I was invested. It does. It does keep going with the theme. If you want to hear the rest of it, like I'm, it's. Mm. I'm angry. I am angry that this wasn't a real person. A real horny person stating this, you know? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I feel you. Uh, the rest of it after the bed we go. <laughs> that is apparently where these species of creatures go to find one another to practice making babies. I can show you how they do it. Once you get on BWG, look for my nake. My nake? I don't think I caught that the first time I read it. <laughs> on there. <laughs> it's Moxelin. You should know that Earthlings have devised a way so that it isn't painful like it is for us. <laughs> oh, God. 
<laughs> they devised a way. <laughs> I also love that apparently we're all just practicing. <laughs> yeah, we're just practicing making babies. Yeah, this is a test for run. For the big game. This is a test run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm running drills. I, I debated I debated whether or not to bring this one, um, but I just love the way it sneaks in the fucking bedwego.com shit. And right? I'm so fuck. mad that I... Mm, so good. I thought this was just like a mildly clever horny person on Craigslist. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> no. We, we can make some fucking horny alien jokes. You know, suck my jag on, that sort of thing. No. Mm, I'm so pissed that I got invested. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's the betrayal. That stings it, the most. It really is. Like, I'm as mad at this as uh, Steve usually is at uh, MinMax. Yeah. <laughs> I feel betrayed. Yeah. I, I, boy, I really I really know how to push buttons, apparently. I, I was stabbed in the back by I didn't back think I would ben be. We, I was stabbed in the back <laughs> by BenWego.com. <laughs> if you want to get stabbed from behind, go to BenWego.com. God I went to bedwego.com and all I got was this stat, this knife in my back. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> and herpes. I I went to the Senate and all I got was this knife in my back. <laughs> I went to the Senate and all I got was this clone army. At two bedwego.com. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the planet Philadelphia and all I got was this T-shirt. What was the, uh, like, I, w I admired your two babushkas or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it was like, yeah. It, Bodon Honkaros. Uh, babushashkas. Babushashkas. Yeah. Gogahongalodongas. Bonhongdonkaros. Those are two conic breast-like attachments that are on the sides of this alien species. <laughs> They have you know, poisonous sacks. And it yeah. hurts every time we use them to mate, but apparently humans figured it out where it doesn't. Implying that we can mate in a painful way, we just figured out how not to make it painful. Yeah. Implying that it was painful for us until we figured out a method. Yeah. A method that we oh. have to actively apply. Yeah, I have to put it here and then it's, I get, okay, got it. No, I got it. Are you it. sure? Because we've been doing the belly button for a while. <clears throat> I have to rub watercress all over my penis <laughs> in order, in order to make her pussy acid not eat away at my dick. <laughs> Sean, I will pay you money. I don't know the amount yet. To please never ever say the phrase pussy acid on this podcast again. <laughs> now, Sean, I'll double whatever he's paying you for you to say it every episode. We're still looking on. for sponsorships. We can't keep saying pussy acid. <laughs> sponsors! Sponsors! Who's looking for sponsorships? Bad we you go, fucking, apparently. You think fucking Rage Shadow Legends is gonna come over and be like, hey, we heard your podcast, boys. <laughs> You know what? You know what? Really, uh, what's really good after a good pussy acid joke? An ad oh. for Raid Shadow Legends. Use code <laughs> Pussy Acid to get a free hero. Oh, get the Dregs of Craig's vision cards for Final Fantasy. 
Enjoy our Chainsaw Man crossover with Pussy Acid, the card game. <laughs> I, I, I do, I do like envisioning the conversation. Like, Og, me figure it out. We use in wrong hole. <laughs> <laughs> we. We've been trying sure the nose hole, hole too long. <laughs> Og, not hole on face. You'd be surprised. But hole on face feel good. No, uh, hole on face do feel good, but other hole feel better. I uh, don't know about that. Plus also, your legs feel better. Oh. <laughs> well, I may still use hole in face. <laughs> me switch to ear, change it up. You know, keep it spicy. Well, talking about different holes that other people use, this is from Orange County General Community. Oh, good! <laughs> okay, we can't be doing this right now. Denver <laughs> Events! Woo! 527. Spiritual Craft Fair and Bazaar. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Spring Spiritual Craft Fair and Bazaar at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts. Free admission. Free parking. What a fun way to spend part of your weekend. Dream mm. catchers. Drums. Crystals. Jewelry. Art. Feathers. Brooms. Pendulums. <laughs> brooms. Mamas, <laughs> and more. I'm sorry? And more! <laughs> we will have a variety of vendors offering products for purchases that were made here in Colorado. A perfect place to find unique, one-of-a-kind, handcrafted items and gifts. It's a great way to support your local businesses and community. 10% off retail shop purchases during the fair only. <laughs> Current vendors. Rainbow Healing Apothecary. Uh-oh. Drums, shamanic tools, rose salves. <laughs> vibe with Tina Marie Dreamcatchers, spiritual tools Revive items I don't want a vibe with Tina Marie What What about a revive? She offers revive items I mean, I'd have to vibe first In order right? to want to then revive Exactly, it's like a subscription service The Mystic Mermaid Car charms, pendulums, malas Crystal jewelry I thought you said mollusks for a minute. I thought he said llamas the first time through, like a petting zoo or something. Also, car charms. I'm I'm not entirely sure what that is. Is that just like an enchanted, like, uh, you know, scent guy that you hang off your rear view? I don't know. I think it's like one of those things you hang on your cell phone that you get at conventions. Sweetwater Trading Company. Handmade all-natural soaps. Hand-dipped beeswax. That sounds kind of nice. Ooh. Uh, is that it? Sorry to interrupt. Is that what the Sweetwater Company sells? Yes. Or yes. are they I, just? Oh, okay. Yeah. What I'm doing is I am I am saying the name of the the vendor and then what they sell. Okay. For a minute, I thought they were just listing things and then that company was separate. And yes. I was like, way to tell us what they sell. So Rainbow Healing <laughs> Apothecary, Vibe with Got Tina it. Marie. Yeah. Yeah. These <laughs> these are the names of the stores. I'm sorry. That's my fault. I I did not mean to throw you off track. Please continue. Well, that one did go out of business. That's why the business is for sale. Violet Rain, spelled V-I-A-L-E-T. Okay. And then um, R-A-Y-N-E. You know, like Blood Rain, the game from 2002? <laughs> <laughs> or I was going to say like Purple Rain, because it's the same color. Uh, They make handmade decorative brooms and protection salts. Look, I, oh, good. 
look, I, I'm honestly, you know, if you want to get clever with your spelling for your business, I'm I'm usually fine with it. But this is a little bit too far. <laughs> yeah, that's it's a little blatant, isn't it? It's it's a lot. Like, honestly, I feel like if you're going to do, like, a clever misspelling or uh, a spelling of, like, a different word to mean one other word, you got to keep it light. It, it, this is too much. It's kind of yeah. on the same lane, uh, wavelength as a, um, you know, a white lady, white lady naming her daughter Brinolin with, like, an H oh, yeah. and a G. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, there's, like, three T's and a G and, like, two X's. Yep. They're all silent. There's like one's named Ashley and there's like a like for some reason there's numbers, there's special characters that normally wouldn't be allowed in a password. Well, I mean I mean it's not uncommon to see Ashley with A L S H I E L G H. I know, they're just making shit up. Yeah. Now that, just that wanna, I can just I can I it. can do. That's fine. Um well, that's that's a you know th- there there are some more traditional spellings of that, but then there's the, it's, you know it when you see it, the sort For of thing, sure. you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like art or pornography. Virgo moon gemstones. So crystal jewelry. Michael Hartsong will also be there. He sh- he's selling shamanic tools, incense, drums, and tinctures. Oh, damn, damn it. I thought he was going to be a, like a, a performer, and I was excited to hear what his his deal was. No, he's just going to be there in the parking lot. You get, oh, okay. you get excited <laughs> when you hear heart song, and you're like, "Oh my goodness, is this going to be like a, a some you know deep spiritual music of the Navi?" Sure, like some folk music, some some self produced. Uh... Uh, uh, meditation tunes. Yeah, well, if, like if, if you're, if that's not, does he have the Tibetan singing bowls? Um, those are fun. Anyway, uh, you might want to head over after that to Crystal Musings. Uh, they sell crystal jewelry, uh, room sprays, and hand blended bath salts. Crystal room <laughs> spray sounds like an anime attack. <laughs> Yeah, that is that is kind of like what Sailor Mercury might do. Yeah, yeah. Lenny Hester's there selling altar boxes, beaded jewelry. <laughs> Lenny Hester? Yep. Not like Kevin Moonbeam or whatever it was. Nope, Lenny Hester. Hey, how you doing? Thanks for letting me into your weird hippie craft fair. I got alligator jerky and squirrel nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no. It's altar boxes, beaded jewelry, magic wands, and spell bottles. Oh fuck yeah, magic wands! That's somehow worse. <laughs> also, spell wait. Bottles. What are That's, altar that... boxes? I have seen altar boxes multiple times going through Denver Craft Fair posts, and I'm not quite sure. <laughs> what uh, they I are. think I can answer this. I I, I can't say with 100 percent certainty, but I believe they are kind of what they sound like. They're like little boxes that you would put in a makeshift uh, altar yeah. to possibly hold some sort of like That's item my thought. or huh. um I think it's you know, a does what it says on the tin sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, it's like a component pouch. No, no, it's it's sort of like a, a like a little a small dais for you to uh you know, put incense upon or something. Yeah, like yeah. or you you're going to put something in there that's like, you know, spiritually precious to you or something of that nature. Yeah, it's like a Polly Pocket travel altar. Now, we also have Kayla's Commies, 
uh, paper and crystal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Kayla's selling designer communist party members. Uh, but She's- it's... Just selling the idea of Marxism. Now, here, here's, I think it's 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 a little funny be, because it's actually spelled K A M I, uh, which in Japanese can either mean paper or God. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Is it? Is she trying to sell camisoles here? Ooh. Uh, she, she's she's selling uh, uh, she's selling paper and crystal quillings and greeting cards. Uh, that wow. Okay. Huh. Not where and, I thought that was going. And last but not least, Sarah Albright, who is sp- who is selling fairy and feather hair. <laughs> now, see. There you go, Steve. Now mm. there's your com- there's some of your components. You can go get some spell components. All there. right, there's that. Then now, <laughs> I I I still really like the idea of like commies just being this collectible like little line of like plush toys of Lenin and Marx. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! I got a rare Lenin. Oh, I got an SSR Che Guevara. <laughs> oh, sweet. I got that Lenin where he's shaved. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got misprint Lenin. <laughs> he got young Lenin before he became. <laughs> I got gold Stalin. <laughs> I got Dollar Tree knockoff socialist cards. I got Lenin, but it's John Lennon from the Beatles. I don't think he's <laughs> supposed to be in there. Huh? Well, I, mm, technically, I guess. Now, a part of me feels bad for bringing this post because, you know, there are a lot of local craftspeople that are that are selling their fares here. I I, I think the the beeswax people are, are and soap people are perfectly nice. And, I, and I'm sure all these people are perfectly nice. But boy, does it sound like fairy and feather hair. Oh, yeah. What, what is that? What, what is that? for sure? There's that's, definitely that's, a communal patchouli fountain in the middle of this fucking craft fair. Yeah, I mean, like, I understand the, the there's the level of, like, man, I don't know if I want to harp on these people for just living their lives innocently. But also, you have, you know, people whose names are, are fucking Kayla's commies, and, like, <laughs> I'm supposed to take you seriously. Yeah. It, it's, more, it's more like a, how, how much do you believe this? Hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I had to figure it out. So, okay, the person was selling fairy hair and what? Fairy and feather hair. Ooh. Uh. So, hold on, I'm just double checking feather hair, and I don't. I, I didn't know even know feathers like had hair. So, fairy hair is literally just little like strands of like colored tinsel, basically that you just put in your hair. Oh, that's what that is. I thought it was a kind of pasta. Uh, feather hair is basically the same thing. It's just a, it's a little bit of, I've seen some stuff on here that's literally, yeah, it's it's like designed to look like a feather. It's like like what you can strip off of the things you can get at fucking Party City for New Year's Eve. Pretty much. uh, Yeah. Think of a thing that you would see at like a, uh, a Party City, like any aisle in Party City and shove it in your hair and that's what it is basically. Yep. I so, mean, like, so, so on the one I, hand, you all have you all have my blessing. This is wonderful, and I think you guys should have a lot of fun. On the other hand, it's a little silly. I mean, it's here's the silly. thing. Uh, you know, yeah, you know, by all, by all means, do you, Boo? Um, I I feel like maybe the person selling the fairy hair and the uh, feather hair maybe shouldn't have a booth because <laughs> this doesn't seem 
this doesn't seem substantial. Like you, you've got people who are like, "Hey, I'm selling handcrafted soaps, right?" And like they, and they put a lot like of time and effort into it, and like know. yeah, like those take actual like practice and actual and like you have to actually craft this thing. And this other person's like, "Oh, I don't know. I just had some like Christmas decorations that I stripped." <laughs> and I'm gonna sell them for like a dollar a piece and make money off of my garbage, oh. which is not maybe necessarily what she's doing, I guess. But no, <laughs> you know what she is doing though. I think we are the wrong demographic for this. I, I think mean, clearly, <laughs> well, okay, that obviously, but I think she's <laughs> actually marketing to crows. Oh, because think about it. They find like a long, silvery, stringy thing to put in their nests. That's absolutely something they would trade and bring back like a dollar for. Oh, well, now I'm back mm. on board. OK, yes. if she's I, selling if I'm, crow bait. Yeah, if, if you're if you're selling crow bobbles, then I'm fucking here for it. Crow bobbles is the next name of the NPC in our D&D campaign. <laughs> uh, beloved crow bobbles. Who's only meant to be a, a one-session character, but is now a part of the team. Yep, because he's been adopted. How you doing, team? It's me, Crobobbles. Good lord. No, then we would shove him down a ravine. Yeah, yeah, no. The quickest way for your, uh, for your, uh, hey, quick GM tip. If you <laughs> want a way for your party to completely dismiss a beloved NPC that you took time and effort, give him a silly voice and they will immediately hate him. Oh, I don't know about that. That's so rude, Dustin. I think I could be a fan favorite. Good lord, I want to just shut this off right now. I think I just Crow got... Bobbles needs some revive items. Yeah. Did you guys have a long rest? I have arrows and crossbow bolts to sell you. I'm so close from closing out this window right, right now, over I swear. Right at Crow Bobbles Ammo Emporium. I want to do it so bad. He keeps <laughs> pushing it, and I don't want to do it you, so bad. You know how I feel now. Hmm. I do, I do. Uh, for those of you not aware of just how much bullshit we are slinging at the moment, I was on vacation for a couple of weeks. I took a cruise out to Hawaii, and it was lovely. I had a very nice time. And I saw fishes and very cute tropical birds. And I'm very jealous of your two-week vacation. It was pretty nifty. It was quite the adventure. And I am incredibly pleased to uh, let you guys know that we now have a new sponsor for the podcast. Oh, boy. Yep. We are now sponsored by Princess Cruises. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Oh, yeah. Cool? Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I, hey. Uh, uh, do we have enough content to pump through the Princess Cruise speakers <laughs> all over the ship? Oh, well, yeah, possibly. Yeah. If they, I mean, you know, depending on how far back they go, for sure. Exactly. We're the official podcast of Princess Cruises. <laughs> hey, that's, and, uh, right. that's pretty good. How'd you that's how'd good you stuff. snag that's that, good, man? That's a good get, right? Well, uh, I do have a um, I have a uh, sponsor copy here that they would like me to read. Oh, well, hey, hey, man, if they're oh, sponsoring yeah, us, that's fine. Read, Go ahead. Read it away. No worries. It'll just be a moment. <clears throat> Dregs of Craigs is proud to announce our new sponsor, Princess Cruises. When you want to travel the world in the least efficient, least comfortable way possible, choose Princess Cruises. 
Enjoy meeting your fellow passengers, literally 95% of whom are over the age of 70 and almost exclusively white. Because of this, your entire ship will smell like cigarettes by day four, despite only having one or two smoking areas. And complicated, nitpicky requests being made of staff members with a tenuous grasp of the language will be a daily occurrence. Enjoy spending around 65% of your time in your luxury stateroom, which is roughly the size of your average college freshman dorm. And unless you shell out for a balcony upgrade, will become a fart-powered easy-bake oven in a matter of hours. <laughs> Not to worry though, your assigned stewards will vent the room by entering it without knocking while you're inside several times during your stay. Oh no! <laughs> Followed by offering the excuse that it was your fault for not putting a privacy notice on your door. <laughs> Enjoy a world of comfort and convenience as you discover the amenities provided in your cabin such as one single non-weird specialty outlet in one corner of the room, ensuring that if you didn't pack at least two multi-ended extension cords, you will be huddling around your cupboard like Neanderthals at a campfire. <laughs> Not to worry, though, because the rest of your cabin is brilliantly designed with convenience in mind. The main light switch is literally on the wall at bed level and placed directly above your head, so when you bump it with a pillow in the middle of the night, the entire room flickers to life as though a poltergeist was throwing a rave. <laughs> Motion sensor lights are also installed at the floor of your nightstands for some fucking purpose, and will also be sporadically triggered for no apparent reason in the middle of the night, leading you to the only logical conclusion that the candy man is here to get you. <laughs> Your stateroom's bathroom is also a marvel of engineering, which you will know every time you enter or exit it, as it sounds like you're opening a bank vault, ensuring that any passengers you happen to be traveling with are acutely aware of your pooping schedule. <laughs> the toilet itself is positioned at approximately a 45 degree angle from the sink nine inches away to ensure you don't get too comfortable and are only able to rest one elbow on it at a time. And the graciously provided toilet paper is so fancy and artisanal that you can literally see through it. Oh no! Approximately six inches from there is your luxurious shower. Oh, oh, sorry, my mistake. I misspoke. What I meant to say was the corner of this airplane restroom with a drain in it. <laughs> Where you will be finishing the job our anemic toilet paper could not every single day. Oh no! <laughs> You will know the spot instantly because the shower curtain will not work whatsoever and you will flood the entire chamber every time you attempt to wash your ass. Oh, no. And while the water pressure is fine, you will have a wide variety of choices for temperature, such as hot and really fucking hot. <laughs> not even the sink will be able to provide water below a boiling point because we want to remind you that this is literally hell. <laughs> If you're feeling a bit peckish, enjoy at most a third of your placed room service orders, if and when they come through. The rest are literally cancelled by the staff if they're busy, and they won't tell you, so you won't know unless you check. And when they do manage to arrive, enjoy pathetic portions of all our delicious offerings. For example, literally six Lay's potato chips in a ceramic ramekin. <laughs> Look forward to experiencing being lied to straight to your face about imaginary glitches in the ordering system when you have every single receipt on your phone because the staff knows how to get away with gaslighting octogenarians that don't know how apps work. 
<laughs> Speaking of our exclusive expertly designed app, we invite you all to enjoy the features and conveniences provided by Medallion Class, which we're pretty certain is kept running via some sort of rodent in a wheel that died by day four. <laughs> this app is going to be the only way we provide any form of communication with your shipmates, our crew, or the outside world in general. And it boasts a slew of features to make your stay progressively more confounding. The app connects to your Princess Medallion, TM, which is a tiny RFID tag that we insist all passengers keep with them at all times, because it's considered a feature that we can track your every location. We will tell you this so that we can find you anywhere on the boat with a food service order. But we all know we're not going to bother with that shit, so really all it does is provide your fellow passengers with a convenient way to stalk you. <laughs> you will not be able to use any of our facilities on the boat unless you have this silly bullshit Disney dollar ATM strapped to you at all times like a dog license. Which we also have the unmitigated balls to try to sell you actual gold bracelets that it fits into. No, I'm not joking. Google it. <laughs> By using your medallion in conjunction with our onboard systems, you will be able to customize your adorable virtual sea critter called the Tagalong, which will subsequently pop up on every single one of our interactive touchscreen maps all over the ship to drop you cute little messages such as, play this game on your phone for a chance at real money. <laughs> That's right, this tiny bit of adorable levity you were enjoying was entirely for the sake of strapping your real-life name to the equivalent of the paid advertisements you are forced to watch every time you get to the next level of a free Sudoku app. <laughs> if for some reason you feel the need to venture outside your stateroom, you can enjoy incredibly delicious food in one of our many dining halls, provided you made reservations about two weeks before we even disembarked. <laughs> if you do miss out on any of those delicious meals, though, not to worry. You can find literally the exact same food recycled at our buffet the next day, including fried zucchini chips made of the steamed vegetables nobody wanted last night. <laughs> Quote, smoothies made of single fruits at a time no one wanted with nothing added in for taste or texture. Or a literal dollar store flower pot filled with celery and cauliflower or whatever. Fuck it, we don't know. <laughs> That last one will be offering every single day under a revolving door of names on the little placard in front of it, such as crudite, to veggie sticks, to salad. <laughs> if you're especially keen of eye, you might also notice that we start making dishes out of leftovers of other dishes, such as banana bread muffins, or a progressively longer list of ingredients in our onion soup. <laughs> you won't have to worry about any of this, however, because in order to get anywhere on the boat, you will have to solve several brain teaser puzzles that we have cleverly disguised as elevators. <laughs> Some of these hilarious time vampires will only travel to certain floors, and oftentimes more than one of them in the same room will be controlled by different buttons, so you will never be completely certain if it's actually coming when you call it, sort of like a cat. <laughs> if by some miracle of mercy you are able to find the theater where we offer some forms of entertainment, you can look forward to programming designed for the parents of even the elderly motherfuckers on this future ghost ship. <laughs> Enjoy compelling video tributes to the stars of yesteryear with no problematic aspects to their legacies whatsoever, such as John Wayne, Clint Eastwood, Frank Sinatra, and, quote, James Bond. 
all of which were assembled by a single man who felt the need to attach his name to every instance of it on the schedule. <laughs> or, if you're more in the mood for live entertainment, enjoy our onboard presentation of Stardust, a 45-minute medley of timeless classics from honest to God nearly a fucking century ago, performed by <laughs> musicians who looked like they were weighing their options about how best to leap overboard. <laughs> <laughs> All this and more is waiting for you aboard Princess Cruises. Princess, a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Like shingles. <laughs> okay, so we got the sponsor break out of the way. Now we can get to the podcast. All right, cool. Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds good. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, Steve. Hey, Steve. Uh-huh. I'm not jealous of you anymore. <laughs> I have, um, I have something that I would love to bring more of, um, but, um, you know, Craigslist is a cesspool. Next door is a much deeper cesspool. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> where all the water is acid and also racist. Um, <laughs> We're like looking for treasure in the porta potty at a toxic waste dump. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, however, I did come across one uh, um, post that I wanted to bring here. Um, and full disclosure, I did not find it. Somebody on my fr on my Facebook uh, feed found it, and they shared it, and I stole it from them. So um, thank you, person who Dustin stole from. Yep. Uh, and <laughs> the, 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 the post, uh, the title of this post is, Can I Sue My Beekeeper Neighbor? Ooh. Every day I see my, oh, my neighbors. Oh, you've seen this one. <laughs> I, I've I've seen this one, but <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, oh, don't get me wrong. I'm pretty sure it's made the rounds. Every day I have I see, not. So shepherd me into this story, Dustin. Every day I see my neighbor's bees flying around my garden, stealing the pollen or nectar from my flowers. Okay. Then the bees go back to my neighbor and create honey. My neighbor then harvests the honey and sells it at Pepper Place Market for profit. I have never received so much as a jar of honey as compensation, and every day my neighbor's bees trespass and steal my flowers. <laughs> I was stung once as a child, so I know how dangerous bees can be. Okay. The way I see it, this is equivalent to a person's dog coming into my yard to steal balls or tools, then gives it back to his owner, then sells it for profit. Do I have legal grounds to sue? What types of things should I begin documenting in order to prepare for a legal battle? What would be a fair settlement <laughs> amount if my neighbor doesn't want to take this to court? Thanks for the help. Okay, my assumption was that it was going to be either a pet or a kid that got stung, and that's what they were upset about. But no, it's no. grand theft pollen. It's just stealing. This is, this is not totally dissimilar to the plot of B-Movie. That's true. <laughs> I, I, actually, it... Well, yeah, I guess it is dissimilar in that it's a human, not a bee. But like, yeah, it's it's very similar to the plot of Bee Movie. Yep. Yeah. Except there's less uh, human on bee sexual intercourse. <laughs> yeah, without that weird <laughs> bee human. Yeah, romance. that was a little off putting, but I will say very tastefully filmed. Now, now, 
just a, a real quick aside. I realize I just praised Guillermo del Toro's movie about a woman falling in love with a fish monster. Yeah. Um, and I'm kind <laughs> of slamming B movie for a human B relationship. Um, I mean, there's a logistical difference as well. Th- th- I was about to say, there's a couple <laughs> of differences there that I feel are very important. Can you imagine how short B-movie would have been if the genders were swapped? <laughs> oh, for sure. It's like Mary B. Benson. <laughs> like, oh, Mary, I can't believe how cool of a B you are. Let's have... Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I also like how the villain of that film is just a guy who is allergic and is understandably concerned that yes. his wife is hanging out with bees that could kill him. Mm-hmm. Also, <laughs> actual Ray Liotta. <laughs> yeah, there was actual I mean, Ray Liotta. Like, good, like, what a great sport. Like, yeah, uh, he played I love it up it. pretty good. <laughs> Real life Ray Liotta. <laughs> I are. So anyway... <laughs> Leota IRL. Uh, so anyway, yeah, can I sue my beekeeper neighbor? I mean, one would argue they're only getting the raw materials from your yard. It would be like, well, no, okay, I guess like if a fucking uh, a carpenter started cutting down trees on your property and brought them back to his property and started making furniture, I could see myself being upset by this. Here's here's the one but thing. But you know what? There it's there is not the one same fucking thing. <laughs> Well, think about it. Like, you have the raw material sitting in your yard. You're not doing anything with it. And then these bees come over, take it back to their hive, and create something profitable. Here's And there's a very quick, easy way to mollify a grumpy neighbor. Give them some fucking honey. Now, here's... Now, I, no, I they, don't disagree. They have already was, said they want a fucking piece of this. Now, here's the thing. I also thought about... I'm like, well, look... It's not required, but it is pre- it would be pretty cool of you to be like, hey, I make I make honey. Here's a small jar of honey for my neighbors as a nice thing. But yeah. then I thought about this. The kind of neighbor who posts this is an asshole. And I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if beekeeper <laughs> neighbor knows it and is like, this motherfucker ain't getting any of my honey. Fuck that guy. Exactly. Exactly. He's he probably brought bees into the neighborhood specifically to piss off this neighbor. Probably. I imagine other people in the neighborhood probably do get honey from this person. Right? And it's just this neighbor who doesn't get it because they're an asshole. Like he has a stand outside his house and is like free local raw honey for neighbors except Doreen. <laughs> he, she knows what she did. Fucking Doreen. Mm-hmm. Fucking Doreen. Also, from a legal standpoint, how do you prove there are th- there are the bees from your neighbor and not just wild bees? Well, she hid those uh, exploding dye packs in the begonias. <laughs> You got to check their little uh, antennas there. Oh, look at that. You got that blue goop. (laughs) Hey, look at that. We have 30 dead bees plastered to the ceiling of your porch. (laughs) This bee has a little little shirt with a logo on it for the honey company. (laughs) All of these bees have little shirts with logos. Oh, they're all in uniform. It's a hummingbird. (laughs) Ah! The world's first neon green bees. Ooh. Well, then they blend in with the tennis balls. Hey, man. Uh, scientists been working with, uh, like, bioluminescence and stuff. They did make that cat that glowed in the dark. That's true. They did. Poor thing couldn't sleep. 
looking like my my dude looking like Sprigatito. Ooh, we damn cat. you, CRISPR technology, <laughs> making Pokemon. <laughs> oh wait, hang on, I take that back. Keep going. <laughs> now make them shoot fire. <laughs> Submission. Anybody feel like a, uh, a listener submission? I yes, do please. feel like that. Thank you very much. Gimme, gimme, cool. gimme. Num, 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 num. Uh, we got a submission here from Josh. Uh, I'm going to say Noel. Uh, mm. Hopefully I did not fuck that pronunciation. You'd think it'd be easy, but it's also easy to fuck up names. So it, It's also here we are. easy That's true. to fuck it up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, in our um, defense, he fucked up in picking the wrong podcast to send things to. No, he picked the... Steve, we have to encourage this. You can't tell people they fucked up by doing the thing we ask them to do every fucking episode. They know it's not a secret. <sighs> What's your brand, We agreed to be nicer to ourselves. <laughs> you know, in our group therapy session. <laughs> yeah. The one that we have before each recording. The one where we stand in a circle and we stick our right hand over to... Oh, no, never mind. That wasn't the therapy thing. No, anyway. that was the cold thing. Don't get the therapy mixed up with the cult. Well, I meant the uh, masturbation, but let's move on. All right. Well, thanks, Josh, I guess. Yay! <laughs> thanks, and I'm I'm sorry. I'm terribly thanks, sorry. Josh. I'm um, ambivalent. The, uh, I'm going to skip the what I assume is the title because it's a giveaway. Uh, although you'll, you'll get it here in two seconds. Uh, need a car? Date our son. <laughs> He's smart, but socially very shy. Date him and bring him out of his shell before he leaves for college. In exchange, we'll Aww. give you a 2004 Buick Regal. Clean, oh, rust damn. free, 40,000 miles, serious inquiries only. Power windows. <laughs> now that sounds like a good replacement for the Bluesmobile right there. All yeah. leather interior, four wheel drive. And you can send those serious inquiries over to dateourson at gmail.com. That's not real, is it? That's what they have on the ad. Oh, no. Hey, hey, if anybody actually decides to send them an inquiry, tell them Dregs of Craig sent you. Get 10% off your date. Let's make it weird. <laughs> Yeah, I will say oh, that maybe we can get a commission off of this. Yeah, if we send Ooh. enough Ooh. potential suitors his way and and they say and you know they say our special discount code which is Shazam. <laughs> and you have to say it you have to say it just like that. Yes, just it's like seven that. O's. Then we can say, "Hey, we got your we got your son on the 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 dating scene again. How about <laughs> if you ever want to see him again? How about we get some? Uh, look, I know the car is for the person who captures his heart, but we captured the person who captured his heart. So maybe throw some <laughs> uh, some tires or hubcaps our way. It's like a reverse now, Liam Neeson sort of situation. Now here's here's the thing you mentioned. The, oh, the car is for somebody who who captures our son's heart. I don't know if that's necessarily part of the deal. Every hmm. time the term date is brought up, it's in quotes. Uh-oh. 
And so it's date our son, quote, date. <laughs> now, is it is it possible that this is a couple whose first language is not English? So the mm. word date seems, they, they put it in quotes because that is not the word that they would use for courtship. But the hmm. rest is the rest is very well like thought out and and like there's no other in, like indication that this is anybody's second language. Hmm. That's true. Like the rest of the post sort of sets the stage of like uh it, it it seems very innocent. Like I don't think there's more under the surface that they were trying to like I don't think there was any sort of uh lost in translation sort of deal happening here. I'm also kind of surprised I thought it was like, date our son and he'll give you rides everywhere. No, they're just giving you the car? Yeah. Now, the only thing is I, I, d- I I'll don't suck know a what dick for mean. a Mazda. Well, you bring up the thing I'm trying to I'm trying to ask, which is you have date in quotes. Do does that mean you just want me to take him out one time as a quote unquote date? Or do you uh. mean you want me to actually date him as in you know, take him up, give him a kiss goodnight, ask him for a nightcap, and then give him the night of his right. life. Like, what? <laughs> what's our... You've thought where's about our, this. Where's our... I could use a new car. Who could... It's clean. <laughs> 2004, 40,000 miles. That's a really damn good car. And all I have to do is suck a little dick? Or maybe a yep. big dick? I don't know. Their son might be well endowed. I don't know, man. With gas prices the way they are now, can I just, like finger him and get a hybrid instead i think like uh, what body part do i have to tickle for a fucking electric vehicle look beggars can't be choosers man (laughs) i'll make him big buick regal seems to have some pretty good ratings here Ooh, and and yeah what's the blue book on this boredom dowry oh well let's check it out here yeah use 2004 buick regal 4.5 i also love how they don't describe the kid whatsoever I, I don't 19 think that's to 21 uh, miles per gallon. Okay, that's pretty good. Not terrible. That's not, that's terrible. not, that's not too bad for a, a you know a, a 2004 luxury car here. That's true. That is not bad for 40,000 miles on it. Yeah, 4.5 on value, 4.5 on quality, 4.6 on reliability, hmm. 4.7 on performance and comfort, and a 4.5 on styling. Now, if I don't want to go all the way, can we do, like, installments of hand jobs every month? I mean, I don't yeah. even know if you'd have to see it again. I think just by the mere fact of you going and and spending a day with this guy, hand job or not, you get the car. Well, now, that's what I'm wondering, it. if it's like a one-time event deal or if it's like a lease where you have to sign up for so many months. I don't know. The- the quotation around date and the non-specified term uh, d- definition of date in this instance leaves a mm. lot to be uh, inferred, right? Now, here's now before anybody gets too excited, I will say this: um, too on, late. Like, if uh, uh, you know, by all means, email them at dateourson at gmail dot com. Um, oh, I plan to. Uh, I will say this, because uh, I forgot to mention, this was a post from Reddit. Right. The account uh, the account user is, the account's name is Date Our Son. <laughs> <laughs> I, I cannot find anything on Reddit. Like, I see there, I can find their account 
Uh, I can see that they exist or existed, but none of their posts show up. So this mm-hmm. could be an indication that the car has been, uh, the deal could have been made by this point. Maybe. That's true. They didn't renew it, did they? Well, and actually, something else I just realized I forgot to, this is also a promoted post on Reddit. Oh! Ho-ho. So they spent money to get a promoted post so, okay, <laughs> into Reddit. So you'll pay to, like, boost your post about this, but as far as actually, like, getting a professional for your son, you're you're bartering a car. Uh, wait, do, when you say get a professional. A prostitute. Yeah, no, there's, this is still way cheaper. Right? That's, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, why no, get, I'm not why? saying it's not a good deal. I'm saying it's just a roundabout way of doing it. By the way, this is all, like, much less work than it would be to actually buy a car, like, from a dealership. So, like, we're already in the black. Well, I regret to inform you, the crash test ratings for the front side and rear side and passenger front are only at 3.0 out of 5. On oh, well, never mind. Little Purvis is going to die a virgin then, isn't he? Yeah, That yeah. won't do for me and it my has a family. Pre- has a pretty good rollover rating and driver front crash test rating. But I don't know. Do you want to risk it? Do you want to mm. risk it? I don't know. I mean, if you're not planning on giving everybody rides, if the crash test rating is good for your, the driver, then I mean that. What kind of like good. reach around warranty can I get? Is it a third party? <sighs> I mean, maybe you'll get an apology if it <laughs> burns. Can I get a service contract if I service your son? <laughs> can I get a can I get a limited warranty if I tickle the prostate? <laughs> but yes, oh, oh yeah. Yes, but only if they're authorized dealers, like no CarMax. Oh, yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, I'm an I'm an authorized reach around dealer. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm rated by Toyota. I I suck a mean <laughs> dick. <laughs> hey there, my name's Gary Vanderchuck, and welcome to Folsom Reach Around. <laughs> Folsom Reach Around. Oh fuck, I can't do it. Bad Shit. credit, no credit, no problem. <laughs> Just ah. Uh. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Here at Folsom Auto Mall and Sex Arcade, we've got a booth for you! <laughs> Good grief. <laughs> oh, Reach around. So, um... Handies. Cleveland Steamers. Dunkaroos. Switchbacks. <laughs> hand-me-downs. Yeah, okay, now, you're making... Are the Dunkaroos the actual, like, just an actual pack of Dunkaroos? You're yeah, going to gonna have to figure that out. <laughs> oh, God. At the, at the Folsom Chevy dealership and Sex Arcade. Hmm. <laughs> now, Steve, I Yo. fully, I fully expect an update uh, uh, for emailing dateourson at gmail dot com. Well, I, I looked up, I, I did basically a Google search for that email address in the quote, so it looks for just that. And basically, all I can find is a bunch of people going, "Oh, is this real? Is it true?" So I don't think it's probably still active, but a man can dream. Well, uh, you can at least you can at least email it. them and say, I mean, "Hey, I is, also have an okay is this car. offer still available?" 
Yeah. Just also, send- if not, do you have any other sons and cars? Ooh. This is a, a great social- offer, but I think I'm going to shop around. Do you perhaps have another socially inept son who needs his dick sucked and also <laughs> a 2005 uh, Buick LaSalle? Hmm. Does that include floor mats? I mean, I'm Do you have an so. RV? Oh, that'll and take you a weekend. I've got time. <laughs> Especially once I get that RV, I'll have nothing but time. If I manage to wrangle up a three-way, do I get something with a Hemi? I'm willing to do the pretty woman thing for a 2004 Dodge Intrepid. Ooh. I'm putting my services out there. I'm ready to drive stick and suck dick. Oh, I see that. I see. <laughs> I see. <laughs> I see you noticed my 17-car garage filled with exclusively Dodge darts of various years. And my 17-bedroom <laughs> house filled with boring children. I collected these by dating socially inept sons <laughs> from across this great nation. It's like a much less harmful version of a Black Widow. <sighs> Good lord. I have, I have certainly made this country a great fruited plain. Ah, yes, that's how you travel the uh, Midwest. <laughs> Just banging boring sons in exchange for cars. You can't afford gas, but once you run out, you just start again in a new town. God, that's the that's the romantic hobo life, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> that's like the Cinemax parody version of Forrest Gump. Bindle over my shoulder. I just felt like humping. Come in my mouth. Yep, <laughs> dot biz. <laughs> ready, ready to find another dumb son. <laughs> bindle over my shoulder and bindled over for you, sir. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>